This is a Living Streets podcast. Hi, I'm Matthew from Living Streets. Have you ever considered that walking might be a superpower? Shane O'Mara is Professor of Experimental Brain Research at Trinity College Dublin. And in his book, In Praise of Walking, he declares that it absolutely is a superpower, not only in terms of evolutionary advantage that it gives people, but also the amazing effects it can have on not just our physical health, but our brains too. Professor O'Mara has even been known to advocate for people ditching the gym and just going for regular walks instead. I spoke to him before his keynote presentation at our National Walking Summit in Manchester in March, and I began by asking him about his own walking routine. So, walking is kind of an essential part of my daily routine. Um, I uh, have always walked, and uh, my agent actually was the person who said, why don't you write a book on walking? Because we'd had a conversation where I had just done a, a long walk across London, and uh, I, when he said it, it seemed like the totally obvious thing to do. So, in terms of my own daily routine, what I typically do is I take the train to work, but I usually get out uh, a couple of stops early so I can get a half an hour walk in before uh, I go to the office. And I find that's really, really useful for just kind of organizing my thoughts. I might uh, have looked over some emails or what it notes or whatever on the train, but then when I go in and settle down, I find my day is a better day as a result of having walked. And uh, at the end of the day, I really need a walk. Uh, so I usually do one of two things. Um, I pick my daughter up from her school and walk her home in the evening, and then I'll go out for another evening walk. And I try during the course of the day to get out uh, I have an alarm set on my mobile phone or on my, my laptop and I get up every 25 minutes and I do a, a five or eight minute stroll around my office building. You've looked into this a little bit more than most of us. Yeah. What is it you're getting from that walking routine? Yeah, so the, 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 it all depends really on the kind of level of analysis that you want to look at. Uh, so walking causes all sorts of changes in the brain and body. Uh, it acts as a, a challenge to the body, but a positive challenge. It imposes positive stresses. Uh, on the body and it also kind of entrains rhythms in the brain and body that are quiescent when we're seated. Uh, so if you're sitting down, you're, the, the effort that you have to put into breathing and those kinds of things are kind of reduced, your brain has to pay very little attention to your balance. But once you stand up, everything changes. Uh, so standing and balancing is actually a difficult thing to do. Your center of gravity is slightly forward of you, you can drop a plumb line from your chin and uh, you'll find that you actually sway very slightly forwards and backwards in, in, uh, uh, across that line. Uh, so the first challenge is to stand and stand upright. And uh, contrary to what you might think, your brain is, or your body is hung out of your brain and makes contact with the ground rather than you standing from your feet up. Uh, so that's the first thing, your, your brain has to stabilize your position and then it has the challenge of moving you. And to do all of these things, you have to mobilize changes across the, the, the whole of the brain and body. You have your breathing changes, uh, you have to train muscles to get them moving. But you also have to do high level things. You have to goal set. Where am I gonna go? Where am I gonna find a nice cup of coffee? All of those kinds of things. So you have to set those goals and then you have to figure out where in space you're going to. The coffee is over there. The, I hate that place over there, so I'm gonna avoid over there, or whatever it happens to be. And um, uh, you generate the movement and then the walking itself surprisingly if you're walking on a stable surface is largely non-conscious uh, it's run off by uh, what are called pattern generators in the spinal cord and uh, the brain really only pays attention at the start and at the end and if you slip what is your favorite thing about walking and being active for you um, 
Oh, there's really two things. I won't say one thing. One is the actual feeling of moving. Uh, and uh, it's lovely. Here we are in the centre of Manchester. One of my favourite things to do uh, is to walk around towns, uh, walk around cities. I actually, to be honest, prefer it to walking in the countryside. Uh, so uh, you learn lots of things, you see lots of things. It's the, it's the challenge of that. But if you've gone for a belter of a walk, uh, the feeling afterwards is fabulous. Uh, you know, uh, you uh, have exercised every part of you. If you've gone for uh, a walk with a friend, for example, where you've had a good conversation, I think the, the psychologically refreshing effect of the walk is really, really something to behold. We're witnessing a sea change in the way we're approaching this now. What are you hoping to see in cities across the world? There's been a kind of a lot of chatter uh, in the medical profession and design engineers for uh, cities and all the rest of it, which puts the uh, deficit in walking on the individual. But actually, the problem is not the individual. The problem is the design of our towns and cities. Uh, the, the mode of transport that we seem to focus most on is cars. But the reality is cars take up a lot of space humans don't and uh, what I think we're slowly starting to see is the idea that we need to reclaim our streets and make them places for people and that means people who are on foot, it means people who are on crutches, it means people who are in wheelchairs, it means uh, easy mobility for the individual um, and when you consider all of the, the, you know, the great cities of the world, where do people gather? Uh, they gather in places where other people gather because human are, humans are a hyper-social species um, and cars militate against that. So I, I think what we need to progressively do, uh, and we're seeing it in, in Canada, we're seeing it in some parts of North America, uh, especially in New York, uh, we're seeing it in my hometown of Dublin um, where pedestrianisation is slowly taking over and you see it in parts of the UK here and you see it of course in, in parts of, of uh, Europe, uh, the Netherlands being the stellar example where that's that's concerned um, and cities that are walkable are cities that are livable and these are the cities that are enjoyable and you can hear more from Shane in our recording of his presentation at the National Walking Summit check the description for a link this National Walking Month we're asking people to try 20 that is take a 20 minute walk every day as part of their daily exercise we've created 20 tips that have been specially designed to fit with the conditions of the coronavirus lockdown, inspiring us to get out locally while exploring the ways walking can benefit us all. For more information about this and other ways you can celebrate National Walking Month with us, visit our website at livingstreets.org.uk slash May. I'm Matthew from Living Streets. Thanks again to Kieran Reese for the music. You can check the description for a link to more of his work. Thanks for listening.